0: Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode. Uh, it's the same group as last week. Chris and Dylan uh, are here with us. Um, I had a feeling Chris would be here because, you know, it is his division, but this is also probably one of the good to be one of those, probably a good conversation for this division. Um, there's a lot of challengers in this one. So to start, uh, Dill, did you get Josh's picks since he's not with us? I did. Okay, let's start with Josh's picks and go five or four to one.
1: Uh, he's got the the Broncos, the Raiders, the Chargers, and the Chiefs winning the division.
0: Okay. Um, like is also his reasoning that he says even if he if he's wrong, it's because he's got COVID and his mind's not working right. Um. So Chargers are no Broncos, Raiders, Chargers, Chiefs. Okay. Chris, would you like to take uh, the next round?
2: Sure. I mean, my number one is the Chargers. Number two, Broncos. Number three, Chiefs. Number four, Raiders.
0: I can see some of that. I, I might I have mean, two. I might have two and three switched up. But uh, we'll talk about that.
2: Here's here's the thing about the division, though. I could be completely off. I could get every single one wrong, and I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. So, and, like, if I know. if you put if you put these four teams in the hat and you picked one through four, I don't think it would look unreasonable on paper.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree completely. All right. Uh, well, that Dylan, that leaves you before uh, me.
1: I have the Broncos, Raiders,
0: Chiefs, Chargers. Okay. All right. Uh, mine is going to be Raiders, Broncos, Chiefs, Chargers.
2: So everyone has got something different, I think. Yep. not a single person, which is not surprising with this division at all. Yeah. And I wouldn't fault a single person with their picks. Yeah.
1: Three out of the four of us have the chargers though. Everyone except Josh has the chargers winning the division.
0: I think like, I mean, like you said is is you could take a, you could put all four names or four teams in a hat and like blind pick them and whatever you got, You'd probably be like, that could work.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's gonna be that competitive of a race this year. So it's pretty pretty exciting, and I like to see that. See, I actually look pretty vulnerable.
0: I think this is gonna be like the I hate saying it because I mean there's teams to watch, but I think this is gonna really be the division to watch. You know, I think there's not one team in this division that isn't gonna be a great team.
2: I mean, I think we could witness NFL history this year. The you think first all four time, teams? The first t- – I'm not saying I'm, – I'm not predicting that because that's absurd because each team plays each other twice. Yeah. So, obviously, a absurd. lot would have to shake out. But I'm saying it's possible that this could be the first time ever where a full division makes the playoffs.
0: If they split – Which is
2: insane.
0: Even if they split and that was their only losses – It's it's possible. It's possible. uh, possible. If that happened, that would be that would be history.
2: I mean, but look look at the AFC. The AFC North, I mean the Bengals the Bengals and Ravens, um, to me are the two front runners as far as Mm -hmm. one of those teams might be in the wild card. But apart from that, I mean you look at the south, you have I mean the Colts. I think I don't think the Titans are gonna be very good next year, personally. You look at the East, I mean, the only decent team, I mean, I guess the Miami could make a jump. I don't think they will. I mean, that division, I mean, is owned by the Buffalo Bills. I mean, I it wouldn't shock me. I mean, if you look at one through four in this division, are you telling me that these four teams wouldn't be able to take a playoff spot from a team like the Ravens or...
0: I think it just depends on the health with the Ravens. I mean, because, you know... I can see. I, I I get what you're saying. I I can see your argument. I'm not denying that. I think it's just going to be a matter of.
2: It's unlikely. it, it is. Like, don't get me Don't get me wrong. I'm not like I'm expecting it. That's, where,
0: that's right. Absurd. I know. I know. I know what you're saying. Um. Okay. So. I don't even know where to start because. Two of us had the Broncos and two of us had the Raiders as the, la- the worst team. So I don't even know where to start with this.
1: We can just go based on yours.
0: Okay, that works. So I had the Raiders as the number four team. And I'm going to start with uh, Chris on this one. Because of his first head coaching job being in Denver, is this time? <laughs> is it time for McDaniels in L- in Las Vegas? Is is he going to be a good head coach now?
2: Personally, I'm not a McDaniels fan. Never have been, never will be. He brought a cheating culture to Denver Mm -hmm. from the Patriots, and we got caught for a spygate. Shocker, right when he left the Patriots to join us. Um, But I look at this team, and, I mean, they're like I said, they're they're a good team. I'm not hating on this team. Mm -hmm. I do think where – people think they made a giant jump is when they added Chandler Jones who I do think is good but I don't think Chandler Jones is going to make as big of an impact as people think and I do think there's a lot of question marks in their secondary um and Josh Jacobs if he can stay healthy for a whole season I think he has a lot of potential but I mean he has struggled with injuries um but he also has shown flashes of being a really good running back I just have my questions with their secondary and uh Honestly, I mean, Max Crosby is a monster, but their linebacking core, I know they'll have a they'll have a good pass rush with Max Crosby and Chandler Jones, but I don't think Chandler Jones is going to make as big of an impact as a lot of people think.
0: Okay, Dylan, you have anything you want to add with that?
1: Uh, I think that – I think their defense is pretty solid. I actually disagree. I think they have a good secondary. I think they're pretty deep. Uh, they traded uh, Yannick Ngakwe to get Rocky Sin to add a long Nate Hobbs with Trayvon Mullen with Anthony Averitt. Uh, Trayvon Morgan, Jonathan Abram, I think could be one of the best safety duos in the back end. Uh, I like their signing of Bilal Nichols on the line this year. Um, so I think they actually have a solid defense. Their I mean, linebacking core is – maybe average if not below average so it's nothing to write home about but i think you can get away um with not having a great linebacking core i'm not saying that they are the rams but the rams until this year with signing bobby wagner have not had a good linebacking core in True. years True. so right. you can get away with it
0: yeah um so i'm gonna go with you here at the end of this season is zamir white going to be the rb1 In Las Vegas, I don't know. (laughs) Wow. Okay.
2: I mean, mean, that that insight.
0: That is. I was (laughs) gonna say. Like, I mean, are we looking at Josh Jacobs? Are we looking at Josh Jacobs in the decline and like possibility of being moved on from?
1: I mean, I don't think he's in a decline. I just think that he might be moved on. Uh, I don't know what their expectations are for for what they they want. I mean, right now, Zamir White, uh, according to the official Raiders depth chart, is tied for second on the depth chart with Brandon Bolden, someone who um, Josh McDaniels loves from New England, <laughs> who came over with him. Yeah. Um, but I. I think Josh Jacobs is the be, clearly the best running back there as of right now right. with what we what we see. Uh, but they didn't pick up his fifth year option. He played in the first preseason game in the Hall of Fame game, which many think that that signals that he's available via trade. But the Raiders have said that they're not making him available. But the this is the running back that this regime chose is Amir White. They chose right. Amir White in the draft. Uh, so I think that he has a high probability, but let's remember, where where does Josh McDaniels come from? New England. What is New England known for? Multiple running backs. So, Zamir White might be the first among equals when it comes to running backs at some point during this year, but, like, they had Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson last year in New England with Josh McDaniels. I think it could be similar when it comes to here, because, I mean, i mean think of the names i mean they're not like amazing stud running backs but the running backs that they have in camp right now josh jacobs amir white brandon bolden a name that we're familiar with Kenyon drake amir abdullah like names that we're familiar with that some of them are very uber specific in what they're able to do but they're role players that could eat away and play a different role in in this offense so i don't know Maybe, okay, all right. Long-winded way to say maybe.
0: <laughs> all right, Chris, I got a big one for you. It's not about Josh McDaniels, so you like this. Um, with you know the biggest off-season acquisition that the Las Vegas Raiders got was Devonte Adams. Is that going like Derek Carr has been a pretty decent quarterback, and he hasn't had a great receiving core. Like a big, a big, he's had Waller, but I'm just saying, like, he hasn't had that one player as a receiver. You give me that look. Am I missing somebody?
2: Well, the fact that you just said Derek Carr is pretty decent and not a good to really good quarterback. I well, okay. Insulting I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry.
1: Put some respect on his name. Yeah. Okay. Well,
0: is he going to be more explosive now with a top end receiver?
2: No, I think when you add it, a- best receiver in the NFL, the quarterbacks usually tend to get worse, especially when they have good chemistry with them from college. So I really think that the addition of Devonte Adams is really going to screw them over. Cause he's a bit of a diva. And then, you know, he's going to upset Hunter. Renfro and no I mean that's a ridiculous of course getting Devonte Adams is gonna make them better
0: I was he's waiting a, to see I was waiting to see how far you were gonna
2: go got, into this he's, he's got a built in connection since college they're like best friends not only are they best friends but he's the best wide receiver in the NFL like the dude's an absolute stud you add him with Hunter Renfro, with Darren Waller, Waller yep. with with Josh Jacobs, who, to answer your last question, if he stays healthy, he's going to be the starting running back all year. He's a good running back.
0: Yeah, I agree. I still um, have him on my dynasty team.
2: But, but yeah, I think their offense is going to be better. I mean, how could someone not get better when you add Devontae Adams?
0: Do you think Carr could be a, an MVP candidate?
2: Um, no. Okay. I do.
1: I mean, he was. I think, a boy, yeah. I think there's well, a the really thing. easy path for Derek Carter to throw five thousand plus t- yards, forty touchdowns, and they would be a ten or
2: eleven win team. But that's but that's the sad thing. I'm not saying like does he have the potential to put up an MVP season? I think he has the potential, but he doesn't have the name. And I think well, he Josh was an McDaniels... MVP
1: candidate before he tore his. ACL I believe. So well that's why it's I said his it. Second or third season in the league.
2: When I think Josh McDaniels is not a good coach and you know I just have my doubts with the Raiders organization as a whole.
0: Okay. All right.
2: It's like the Cowboy factor. Like could they be a really good team? Yes, <laughs> oh. but why aren't they? Because they're the Cowboys. You to me f- like the Las Vegas Raiders have that same thing. You guys just hear it in here first. Extreme.
0: Chris has linked the Raiders and the Cowboys together. To quote,
1: clo- oh, what's his name? I forget. Never mind. Leave me alone. <laughs> think, uh, All right. I forget the guy's name.
0: So we're going to switch to the Denver Broncos. All right. And, and Dylan, I'm going to go to you. Uh, this wide receiver group, you know, Sutton and Judy. And I mean, I'll Tim Patrick before he got hurt. K.J. Hamler now, how good can this receiving group be? How good can Russ make this receiving group be? How much better can they be? Because they were pretty good last year, and they didn't really have a top-end quarterback. Say that again? Like last year, they were a pretty good wide receiver group, and they didn't have a top-end quarterback. Um. How good could this wide receiver group be this year?
1: Uh, I think if Tim Patrick was healthy, they would be a little bit better. I I like them, but there's just a lot of uncertainty. Okay. Uh, because Cortland Sutton had a really good – and Chris can correct me if I'm wrong – a really good rookie year. He had 1,000 yards, right, his rookie year? Yeah. And then his second year he tore his ACL early in the season – And last year was his third year. He played well, but you could tell he was still kind of recovering a little bit. So I think I expect him to be better this year. Jerry Judy last year was pretty inconsistent up and down. Last year, to be honest, Tim Packard was the best receiver on that team. He was the most consistent wide receiver on that team. Uh, I like K.J. Hamler, but he seems to me more of like a role specific, not a guy you kind of rely on. Uh, week in and week out for for different things. They have a lot of role specific kind of guys behind those two guys. But I, I think there'll be a good receiving core. I think the expectations that we've put on them are higher than I think that they are like that they that they right. might reach. They could get there. Because Russ, that, that that is the best quarterback they've ever seen in Denver by a
2: significant margin.
1: <laughs> so there's a chance they get there, but I think we're expecting them to have Judy and and Cortland Sutton to have 1,500 yards apiece and 12 touchdowns and and be like 100 catch guys. Like I think, like maybe I honestly don't know if any of them get to 100 catches because I think they disperse the ball a little bit more and, and, and throw it around a little bit more um, because they have multiple weapons. They have Sutton, they have Judy, they have Hamler, they've got Albert O they got Greg Dolchich who they drafted and they have two capable pass catching backs in Javante and Melvin Gordon. So I think the expectations we put on them are a lot higher than they, I think they'll get to. So I think they'll disappoint people, but I think it's, the accurate view of what they'll be. And that's not to say that they're going to be bad. I just don't think that they're going to be. And I was make, I was being hyperbolic when I said 1500 yards, all that stuff. But like, I, I just don't think that they're going to be the elite level guys. Like where we're going to be like, oh, are they T Higgins and Jamar Chase? Or are they like that kind of duo? No, they're not going to be there. Or Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, things like that. I don't think they're at that level or will be that that level. But I think they will be a really a top 10 pair in the NFL.
2: Okay.
0: Chris, do you have anything you're kind of looking over there? I mean,
2: no, I no, I have no issue with what Dylan said. I mean, our receiving okay. staff has been somewhat injury-prone. Like, even Jerry Judy has missed a few games yeah. with injury. And, I mean, they have a ton of potential. Like, could they end up being a top-five duo in the league? I mean, they could, but they're not there yet. I mean, they're nowhere close to it. I mean, they've, they haven't had consistent quarterback play since they've been in the NFL. And even in the limited time, like Jerry Judy has shown like a he's dropped the ball a decent amount of time. He has shown a lot of issues with holding on to the ball. Yeah. So do I think they could be? Yeah, but I mean they're not there yet. So Okay. So I did see I did see them linked to possibly picking up Odell Beckham with Tim Patrick being out.
0: That'd be a good pickup for him. That'd be a good little third target though. I don't know. I if think they... that
2: would be maybe best-case scenario
1: for them. But you're not going to get OBJ until midseason probably. Yeah.
2: Yeah. All
0: right. So, Chris, we talked off-camera about this Denver defense. You know, you were saying they were kind of under the radar. They have young players, but they were kind of under the radar. They were good. Are they ready to make that next move up to be on the radar for everybody?
2: Okay, but – I just don't understand. I mean, I don't understand where you're getting this idea that they're not on the radar as a good defense. Like, I think that's a well, bit when you absurd. think, I,
0: I guess the problem is is for me, and, and I, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But when you think of top tier defenses right now, the Rams, the Bills, the Chargers, the Niners, those are your big ones. The Packers. The pa- yeah. I mean, I don't put Denver as a. That's the one you I come know why- to.
2: Do you know, do you know why you don't?
0: Well, that's what I'm saying is why because,
2: because their offense their offense lost them a lot of games last year. Okay. They don't have they don't have huge names on the defensive side of the ball. Like all these they don't have the Jair Alexander, they don't have the Aaron Donald, they don't have the Nick Bosa. All these defenses that you named have mm-hmm. all pro players. Denver's Denver's defense from line to secondary is a bunch of B players, and some are A minus or a like Justin Simmons would be an a pastor tan would be an a minus, but I look at our linebackers. I look at our line and I see a lot of B players. Like I see a lot. We have a good all around defense and that's what you need. I mean, you have all these other teams like, yeah, they might have a fantastic player at end. they might have a great one part of the group, but Denver is good on every aspect of defense, including coaching. There's a reason we've only just think about this.
0: Okay.
2: The Broncos offense was barely on the field last year. We could not, we turned the ball over a lot, put our defense in bad situations, did not manage the game. And what is it? What was our points allowed? 18.9 points per game.
0: Okay. So here's my question. This is, I guess, let me, let me modify my question then with the outlook of this offense being head and shoulders better than last year is this defense going to be looked at as a top tier defense this year is that radar where I said
2: but they but I guess I guess that's where my disconnect is because I think they are a top-tier defense even before this year. <laughs>
0: Okay. All right. I mean, it's I like I'm asking. I know I'm asking your team to like you know, you, you to evaluate. Well, no, this I'm day. not.
2: I'm not. I'm not being but a homer. I know. I know. Im-, I'm. I'm saying that the most important stat is letting up points, and they were third in the league in that last year.
0: Okay. All right. Fair say. I just like I said for me, and like even Dylan said it. You know, they weren't thought of as that that defense. Not to say that they weren't, but I'm just saying on that radar of teams. They it's weren't on the that. Team,
2: it's because the team was a joke. Like as a whole, our offense, I mean, <laughs> our offense was horrendous. And, and despite that, our defense still played fantastic and kept us in a lot of games until our until our offense turned over the ball against the Chiefs and let up a defensive touchdown when we were leading the game and lost the game. Okay. And you and why were we in those games? And let's get this straight, Denver's Denver's offense was probably responsible for letting up, I would say, 10% of the points in every single game, their offense, as far as just points off turnovers, maybe even higher.
0: Okay. All right. All right. Well, like I said, I, I, we talked. You got me to start looking at them. I'm not going to lie. I ain't going to watch them, you know. I got a redraft fantasy league coming up uh, and I may that might be a sleeper pick for me because nobody's really good like I said I got one Denver fan in my league so she could take him but we'll, well see
2: and my, and my thing is I with think Denver's, Denver's defense for fantasy because yeah, they play too many good teams yeah. yeah I don't think they'd be a good fantasy defense I mean even their defense last year in fantasy didn't score well they just didn't let up a lot of points yeah fantasy it's okay in fantasy it's okay if you let up 24 points if you get a defensive touchdown and a couple interceptions
0: well we get points minus on on at certain points in the game so you could be in a negative if you get 24 points against you so um, all right dill how you know russell wilson he gets traded that was the big offseason acquisition in this division. Uh, well, I'll say this for D- for Denver. I don't know if I could I, like Devonte Adams and Russell Wilson both going in the same division, both big things for big for different reasons. But this offense, he's got a great line, good receivers if he if they stay healthy, good running back. I mean, Russ can cook as much as I guess he wants to now. How good is he going to be with this team?
1: I think he'll be good. I mean, it's hard to – I think so. When you look at the team as a whole, I don't know if he necessarily – I feel like in some ways it's a lateral move mm-hmm. in some ways. Like, I think the the line in, in Denver is better than the line he had okay. in Seattle.
0: Okay, I was going to say, yeah. That's is, only... His
1: running backs are better in, in here than they are in Seattle, especially last year but wide receivers like none of them are on the level of DK and Tyler Lockett's an under underrated. I so agree. in some ways I think it's a fairly lateral like I mean he, ingre- he 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 improves a little bit but I think the the freedom he'll have is a lot more. I but the thing is is that I think we think Russ is going to come out and throw the ball 40 some 35 40 times and I just don't think that that's accurate because uh, Nathaniel Hackett comes from Matt LaFleur. And yeah. you know where Matt LaFleur comes from? The 49ers. And you know who coaches the 49ers? Kyle Shanahan. What does Kyle Shanahan like to do? Run he likes to run the football. Yeah. And so that system works when you run the football and play everything else off of it. Even Sean McVay, the 49ers themselves, the Green Bay Packers, even last year, they had Aaron Jones and A.J. And Dillon. So I think they're going to run the ball a decent amount, and they're going to establish that. But they're going to give Russ his opportunities. I mean, Cortland Sutton is a not great value, but not name brand. DK Metcalf, uh, like they're it's not as fast. They're not. They're similar, but DK's better. But uh, I could argue
2: that Cortland Sutton has more skill, but DK Metcalf has more physical ability. Yeah, Sutton might be a better route runner
1: uh than than dk but i think that they'll he'll have he'll be good i mean i think he he'll easily i think as long as he's healthy obviously projecting health he'll probably have over forty three, forty four hundred 4400 yards passing he might approach 40 touchdowns 35 40 touchdowns i and and he doesn't really turn the football over a whole bunch so I think he'll have a good year. I think he'll he'll be he'll be good. I mean it's gonna be with this division, it's gonna come down to defense and how many points you score. Who doesn't allow the last touchdown? <laughs> I mean, that's essentially what it's gonna come down to in the division. And I think they have the firepower to score because I think they they in the division I think they have the best running backs in the division. And I love Austin Eckler, but behind <laughs> Eckler. I think Eckler right now is the best running back in the division right now, based on all that, all taking on to account. But Javante has the higher upside than Eckler, but they're deeper in Denver than they are in everywhere else. Uh, there's question marks in LA. There are question marks in Las Vegas. There's question marks in Kansas city. So I think that they have what's, what's something that the other teams don't is hey, we can get up and we can turn around and hand it to our 220-pound Javante Williams who can break tackles and beat you into oblivion over and over and over again if they want to. So I think that that's going to help them a little bit. But I think Russell will have a good year. Okay. All right, Chris, I wanted to ask you this.
0: You know, besides you, everybody had the Broncos at the bottom of this division. They just got sold, new owners, I know it's a great division. Do you know what I know it as an NFL fan? Do you think if they are in the bottom of this division, with it being that, well, do you think that the owners could shake things up? As like, uh, you know, like John Elway gone, you know, GM, like, do you, I, that's what I'm saying is, is, you know,
1: Jacksonville. Of,
2: let, let, let's calm down a little bit. It's the Almost. owner of Walmart. It's not like he's a great football mind owning a team. <laughs> like, let's let's slow down with that. I mean, they, we have the Walmart owner and an F1 driver who decided to take partial ownership. Like, they're not going to just come in and make huge decisions. I mean, come on. <laughs> All right. I'm just asking. <laughs> like, respect. I mean, I thought – I mean, he probably pulled off the biggest gangster move in the NFL – when he didn't even know who Roger Goodell was in his first press conference. And I was like, that's what I like to see. My owner doesn't even know who the commissioner, the commissioner of the NFL is. is. I was like, Who's hey, that? yes. Oh, he runs <laughs> the league? Huh. He's like, he's like Roger Goodell. And <laughs> it was amazing. Um, but also one thing I never added that I'm just gonna throw in real quick. Denver has it an ad- and it also has an advantage on all these teams. The fact that they practice in the mile high. So their defense is always conditioned to play
0: better with than limited never, no.
2: oxygen, with a better stamina and capacity than any other team. Okay. And I think that's often why you see these guys who aren't big names on defense. They just have the tank to last the whole game. Yeah. All right.
0: Well, with that note, we're done with two of the teams in the division. Uh, We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back for the other two. All right, guys, we're back. we got two teams left. Next on the list is the Kansas City Chiefs. So, Chris, I'm going to ask you the question that everybody's asking on ESPN. How good is Patrick Mahomes going to be without Tyreek Hill?
2: Patrick Mahomes is a very good quarterback and it doesn't matter what receivers you give him. They're going to succeed and he's going to put up good stats. All
0: right. That's pretty quick. Cool
2: <laughs> <mean, laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I know. I just, guys, think, I just think it's funny because it's you everywhere. You has the guy's arm talent. And to me, it's just absurd that, oh, no, you lost a guy who's really fast and isn't that great of a route runner. You're screwed as a quarterback. It's like, no, I'm just going to go to free agency and just find another wide receiver who can run really fast and be just as effective. Sorry, now you kind of understand what I feel about Tyreek Hill as well.
0: Bill, any, any other insights you want to add to that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that, I think Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. He's not one of the greatest quarterbacks in the NFL right now for no reason. Uh, I think he'll be fine. It's just a new iteration of what this team is going to be. Uh, every team does it. Every dynastic type of team has different iterations. Um, and, yes, I did say dynastic. They've won, what, six or seven AFC West titles. Patrick Mahomes won four in a row, been to the Super Bowl twice, been to a conference championship game three times. I would Great, consider them rough. a, a, a dynasty. <laughs> I would consider them a dynasty. But, I mean, they lost Tyreek Hill, and that is that is a big loss for their offense. But I think Juju is a little bit underrated for what we think. I mean, he's been hurt, and then he was subject to Ben Roethlisberger, who could not throw the ball more than seven yards, and seven might be too generous, down say the field. Big Ben five? Um, and so, if we, if we remember when – Uh, Juju entered the NFL his rookie season and his uh, his his first two years in the NFL or his second his first two years in the NFL he averaged year one almost 16 yards per catch and seven touchdowns and then in year two he had 111 catches for 1400 yards on almost 13 yards per catch and seven more touchdowns. So I think, and then you get to the back end of Ben's career, and he's averaging nine yards, eight 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 and a half yards per catch. I think Juju's a lot bigger signing. He's more of a vertical threat than people remember, I think, than, than people give him credit for. I think he'll be a middle of the field kind of guy that they use. I like MVS, but MVS, I think, is getting overhyped a little bit. I think he's just going to be kind of what he was in Green Bay, a deep ball guy, go get it, go run down the field. Uh, Sky Moore is a question mark. But I think that they have a good offense, mainly because they have a great quarterback. Just took my when, next question out. So when you, have, when you have Patrick Mahomes, he covers up a lot of issues.
2: Yep.
0: <laughs> I, you just took my next question basically out of the market here because my next question was, is this offense still going to be as great as it was last
1: season? Um, I don't think they were that great last season, so I think they'll be better. It, it forces them to be more diverse. I mean, last year you said, okay, they're going to snap the ball and they're going to throw it to Tyreek Hill or they're going to throw it to Travis Kelsey. This year you might say, okay, the it's higher the higher percentage that they might throw it to Kelsey, but after Kelsey, who are they throwing it to? Juju, Sky Moore, MVS. Like you have a lot more weapons there that make it at least it it gives somebody has has to prepare for more than they did last year. I don't know. I think it gives them a little bit more diversity, a little bit more ability. I mean, hopefully McCall Hardman is fine, but he was carted off the field today. So who knows? But I think that they'll be explosive. And I I like their nah, I was going to say, I like their backfield, but I don't know. They have too many questions. I like, I like I'm intrigued by their backfield.
0: Okay. Well, I'm going to ask this to Chris, even though I already know your answer for this, you know, last year, you know, this defense wasn't given the greatest respect Um, is the defense this year going to actually help or hurt Casey,
2: Chris. I mean, their secondary is still pretty suspect. Um, And I mean, let's be honest, their defense is just, always kind of been well i say always kind of been their downfall but for the most part it has like over their dynasty like when you see them lose big games Mm -hmm. it's usually because of their defense or if you're playing tampa in the super bowl it's because their o-line um
1: which now they have one of the best o-lines in the nfl
2: yeah shut up um doesn't matter (laughs) but Mary forgot the questions about the defense. Yeah, I mean, I think their secondary is still weak. I mean, we had talked um, on break just about how their front um, front seven, their D line is very good. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's I don't know. To me, it's one of those things. They have such a good quarterback, and they usually have such a good offense that it's either they go three and out, they never have long sustained drives. So it's hard for the it's hard for the Kansas City defense to really like hold teams to a low amount of yards or low amount of points because they're on the field a lot. Because yep. it's either Patrick Mahomes scores really quick or it's usually like a three and out. And there's really no room in between. Like, I mean, I'll let someone else talk on this while I look up the stat, but I'm, I'm very curious to see what the Chiefs' time of possession was last year. Um, just as far as ranking in the league.
0: So while you're looking at that setup, I think I want to end, add this into what you're just saying, though, is I think when you had, you know, the, you know Tyree Hill and he makes explosive plays and you have Kelsey who makes explosive plays, now you're going to be passing the ball. You're going to be moving it differently, which could extend that offensive movement now.
2: But, but Juju is still fast. McCall Hardman is still fast. Um, <laughs> like... Yes, are the players different? Yeah, but they're still really fast. And they're still going to break out big. I mean, I just don't see the offense changing a whole lot. I mean, they definitely need to learn to establish the run better. I mean, but there's a reason they've played so well over the last however many years. That's because they've had great quarterback play. They were never known. they They haven't had a good... I don't want to say good or. Good. They haven't had a great running back that they've relied on since Jamal Charles.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Dill, you want to add anything with that one? Uh, the Chiefs had the tenth best time of possession. Uh, okay. Or tenth worst. I don't know how this. Yeah, is... I don't know how.
2: The, uh, yeah, I don't know how they rank it either.
1: I saw tenth I as don't well. Know.
2: I want to say it's the tenth uh, best, which was no. A I think it's the tenth
1: worst. I think they allowed the other team to have the ball for the tenth most amount of time. I don't know. They either were the tenth best or the tenth worst, one of the two. It's
2: uh, a pretty big. That's a pretty big gap.
1: <laughs> uh, but uh, I think like Chris said, the front seven on on this team is really good. I I like. I'm intrigued by their secondary i i losing honey badger is is pretty significant but i'd like the signing of justin reed obviously to downgrade but i also like their addition of two first round picks on the defense and george carloftis and trent mcduffie uh then they have some some decent depth but nothing crazy in the secondary and I mean, obviously, like depth is something and injuries is something you can't predict. But I think that their defense always starts slow. Steve Spagnuolo's defenses are always start slow, and then by the end of the year, they're a lot better. So I'd, I would expect them to probably start slow, rely on the offense as the defense figures it out, and then they'll they'll be a above average, top fifteen team in the or defense in the NFL, top ten defense in the NFL by the end of the year.
0: Okay. Or at least performing in though. Hopefully, yeah. All right. Well, now we have two, three out of the four of us picked this team to be the division winner, and that's the L.A. Chargers. So, Dill, I got a question for you because I know you're a Herbert guy. And I wanted to know this. Do you think that Herbert's got some pressure on him to go deep in this playoffs this year, especially if they do win the division?
1: Yeah, I think they have to. Well, so I guess deep is relative. I think they have to at least win a playoff game. Yeah. Okay. Um, because last year they were, they should have made the playoffs, but Brandon Staley's idiotic, if I could say calling of a timeout and because the Raiders said post game that they were going to allow there to be a tie and both teams would make the playoffs until Brandon Staley called the timeout and then they decided to go win the game. Uh, and so I, they should have made the playoffs last year, but their own stupidity made them not. And so I I think that there is pressure on Herbert to do it. I don't think that the reasons for the last two years, them not making the playoff is Herbert's fault. Year one, they didn't even want him to start, which shows that that regime was incompetent. Uh, they didn't want him to play. They wanted Tyrod Taylor, and Tyrod Taylor is a fine quarterback, but Justin Herbert if, if, if he was doing this in practice, because Justin Herbert didn't just show up week three when he, when Tyrod Taylor had a punctured lung and just, Oh, this is someone that we hadn't seen before. Like we had not seen this, but like if he was doing this in practice and you said, nah, you're going to sit down. Like you're an idiot. Like, like how do you not see that and just say, yeah, this is the future of our franchise. Let's get him on the field. I don't care that we signed Tyrod Taylor. Like, you got to get them on the field and their defense was not good. And they lost, I think seven games within a possession, or they lost a lot of games on the last play or within the last few minutes of a game that year because of Justin Herbert. And then last year, they just couldn't stop a run. They couldn't stop the run at all. It was, there was a a sign that just said, have it your way in the middle of the defense and just said, however you want to run, just do it. And we're not going to stop you but they added a lot of guys on the defense which i believe we'll get to in a minute but i think Justin Herbert has pressure to get to the playoffs at least win a playoff game and be if he does lose in a playoff game if he wins wild card weekend and he gets to the second round if they lose and it's a close game i think that's a success you build on that um believe it or not surprisingly i think that they're they're an elite web offensive outside weapon away from being an elite like that that top tier top team in the nfl i mm-hmm. love keenan allen but he plays in the slot mike williams is fine but he is not a top 15 or 20 receiver you, in my opinion you keep taking my questions i, I, I agree you with you
2: on that taking questions oh
1: well i i really don't read your questions i usually let you do it so i'm just talking but <laughs> I think, uh, I think, I think, I think they're one elite level weapon on the outside away from being a really, really good team. Uh, I just don't think Mike Williams is that, but they paid him like that, so I don't know. But I think, uh, I think they, I, I think they win the division. I think they win a playoff game, and at least a playoff game.
0: So, Chris, I'm going to ask you this since we already started the conversation here: Do you think that the Chargers have enough weapons? on offense, or do you think the big weapons that they have are good enough?
2: On offense?
0: On offense.
2: To me, the Chargers are such a tough team because I agree with Dylan. I'm not – I don't really believe in Mike Williams that much. Keenan Allen's getting older, missed a couple games last year due to injury. Right. Austin Eckler um, has missed a few. I mean, he's shown to be slightly injury-prone. Don't like say injury-prone. Don't say he's injury-prone. on <laughs>
1: He's not injury prone. What? He's not injury prone. Move on.
2: What do you mean he's not injury? Are, are he's absolutely
1: not injury prone.
2: Okay. Well, he's dealt with nagging injuries. That might that's what I was saying. I said he hasn't had a serious injury, but he's had nagging injuries. The dude in fantasy football, he's questionable basically every week since he's been in the NFL. Um <laughs> no,
1: not even close
2: but uh, okay I know you love Austin Eckler and I know I'm touching a soft spot um, you just kind of get
0: you're just digging that hole there uh,
2: but I mean I, I they have a good offense like I'm not hating on their offense but I agree with Dylan they're lacking that wide receiver Um, and if Austin Eckler I mean if if he stays what he's doing a great receiving back pretty good running back I mean I, the team's really good I just don't know I don't know like, every top team in the NFL has their guy at wide receiver.
0: Yep.
2: And to me, the Chargers don't have that guy.
0: Not, you don't think Keenan Allen can be – well, I mean, use it besides age. Andy,
2: I mean, he's – well, he, he's, he's not getting better.
0: Okay. He's
2: not bad, but he's not getting better.
0: Okay.
2: Hmm. He's still really good. Like, I like Keenan Allen. But to say that anyone <laughs> – would be getting better at this point. is a little, I don't know, facetious or naive.
0: Okay. All right. Well, Dylan, we go with you with the last question of the night. You know, they added Khalil Mack on that defensive roster, which was already a pretty good roster. They just signed Derwin James to a big contract. Highest in the history for a safety. How good is this defense? How good is the outlook for this defense this year.
1: So I think their final, just like every defense in this division, I think their final numbers are going to be worse than what their defense actually is. Because I think the Chargers have the best defense in the division. And I, but I think that they're, they're just in a division where they have to play six games against Russell Wilson, Derek Carr and Patrick Mahomes and then on top of that they play the NFC West which is Matt Stafford and a potential question mark in Trey Lance with a, with other teams that they play el- elsewhere so they're going to have a lot of games where they're they're allowing 20 full, 25 plus points a game as a defense um, but their offense is capable of scoring 30 plus each week so it's it's just going to be a a, a um why not? But I think their defense is going to be better than what they're they're gonna show at the end of the year. Because I mean, like who they, they they had Joey Bosa, who's one of the best pass rushers in the NFL, without question. Then they add and trade Khalil for Khalil Mack, who is going to I mean, that's one of the best tandems in the NFL now. And you have Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, and then you sign JC Jackson to an actually very reasonable deal.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: you you sign Bryce Callahan who we talked about earlier Mm -hmm. you draft JT Woods as a versatile slot corner safety type of thing in the draft you sign Sebastian Joseph Day who I really like you sign Morgan Fox you have guys who can actually stop the run this year Khalil Mack is actually a really really underrated run defender uh, and I think him with Sebastian Joseph day is going to help with that run defense. So I think they're going to be a significantly better defense on paper. And I think in performance, I think they're just going to end up having a lot more points. I, I I don't see them. I'd be shocked, honestly, if any of these four teams finished as a top 10 in like efficiency numbers, uh, maybe not efficiency numbers, maybe. Uh, but I, it would be, it, They'd have to be really, really good, I think, to be really efficient because just they're just gonna face a lot of volume, I guess, is what I'm gonna say. I guess that would make them efficient. Volume dilutes efficiency. Um, but nonetheless, it's a different conversation. But I think I, I'd be they're just gonna face a lot of volume, a lot of points because of the division, because of their offense and all that. But I think they're a really, really good unit. I think they're the best unit in the this division.
2: Okay.
0: Chris, you want anything you want to add on that?
2: As far as their defense? Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. To me, the fact, Derwin James, I mean, he's very, very good when he's healthy. Um, Their defense is spectacular. There's a reason I chose the Chargers number one over my own team. Like, they added J.C. Jackson, they added Bryce Callahan, they have Asante Samuel Jr., they have Derwin James. I mean, they have all the guys that Dylan had previously mentioned. Their defense mm-hmm. is really good. Um, and it seems like the Charters are always an injury or a field goal away from taking the next step. So it just really comes down to it. I mean, they have the team in place, but will they hit that last field goal? Will they take that next step? Will they make the decision um, that wins them the game? I don't know. I mean I, I they have a lot of potential and I like the team. Um, but we'll see.
0: Okay. All right, guys. On that note, we are done for this week. Um, next week we got, you know, preseason, another preseason week coming up. Who knows? We'll talk about that. Something could happen. Uh, you know, see have to tune in to find out. All right. Talk to you next week.